Welcome to the Find Your Nutrition Podcast. Here, we'll discuss nutrition for health, wellness, and energy for everyday life. What's up, everyone? It's almost the end of 2023. I can't believe it's already middle of December. It really flew by this year, just like every year, though. And today, we have a really exciting episode. I'm going to be talking about what's the best diet to eat in 2024. And that's for everything. That's for glucose control and reversing prediabetes. That's for feeling your best and feeling strong and feeling like you can do anything you want in 2024. That's for if you want to lose weight. That's for if you want to maintain your weight while feeling good. And that's for if you want a healthy gut microbiome. So with this way of eating, you're not going to feel super limited. You're going to feel like you can really eat almost everything you want. And it's not a certain diet like keto or paleo or anything like that. It's a way of eating intuitively real foods and eating when you're hungry and not eating when you're not hungry. So I'm going to get into all the different foods I think you should focus on eating. I'm going to get into other topics like how many meals should you eat a day and things like food surroundings, what do you actually buy for your house, and when can you actually eat things which go off of your plan. So let's start with how many meals should you eat a day. And that is a really important one and something you've probably heard mixed things in the past. So it's really, really important that you eat between two to four times a day or whatever works for you. But the important part is that you're not snacking in between meals. And if you want to eat, let's say, for example, four meals a day, let's say three meals and a snack, that snack should really be something that doesn't spike your glucose levels. For example, you shouldn't just eat a piece of bread or a granola bar or just plain oatmeal. It's not a great food for a snack because it will just spike your glucose levels. If you want to have a healthy snack, Pick something like yogurt with some berries if you want, and a higher fat yogurt that will be even better. Or something like almonds and some cheese, or anything that doesn't have a high amount of carbs. Or if you're going to have carbs for a snack, eat it with some kind of protein or fat. And that will really help the glucose spike. Don't just eat empty carbs as a snack, as that'll spike your glucose and then bring you right back down to a state where you're craving more food and then you're constantly snacking throughout the day. That's really not what we want. So crackers, for example, is a really bad choice for a snack, especially if it's just plain crackers and that's all you're eating because that will spike your glucose and then you'll be craving for more and that's not what you're looking for. So two to four meals, you're trying to get at least 25 grams of protein in each of those meals. Um, and that will really help you feel full throughout the day. So each of your meals should have enough protein, 
get some kind of healthy fat with your meals, whether that's if you're cooking the protein in olive oil, for example, or butter, or if you're adding a different kind of healthy fat, such as avocado or tahina on the side, and you want to eat some healthy carbs, and you don't need carbs with every single meal, but the carbs that you're going to eat, try your best to make them the healthy carbs. So that could be starchy veggies, for example, sweet potato or potato or corn or butternut squash or beets or peas. Or you can make those healthy carbs chickpeas or lentils or beans. Some really good, some of my favorite examples of that are either black beans, you can cook like a little black bean soup, or you can have lentils, and that's including lentil pasta. So I really like red lentil pasta. It's a great substitute for normal pasta and chickpeas which also are really healthy for example chickpeas you can just wash them from a can to make it super easy put them on a tray and add olive oil and salt and pepper and garlic powder for example and then put it in the oven for about 20 to 30 minutes and you have really great roasted chickpeas they're really tasty and you can add them as a side to any meal that you want and also for all of these meals that you're eating throughout the day, add as many vegetables as you can. So whether that be some kind of salad, like arugula or pe red pepper and cucumber or things like that, or if you wanna make it more cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, and vegetables like that, anything you want can work. I really like zucchini, for example. You can make zucchini pasta if you want. If you want to uh, swirl the zucchini, there's a little tool that you can buy to make it into pasta, and that's a really, really great idea. But there's tons of vegetables, Brussels sprouts, okra, spinach, radish, eggplant, asparagus, onions, mushrooms, whatever your favorite vegetables are, try your best to get them in with every meal. And there's tons of different tactics you can use to eat more vegetables throughout the week. And some of mine would be frozen vegetables, for example. You can cook them so, so quickly. And if you get the right ones, like I really like cauliflower and string beans, they actually taste really good. And they don't taste like some vegetables that you might think of that are frozen that don't taste so good. And add the right spices and, and cook it the right way and you can really increase your vegetable intake and it's really easy and really delicious too. So get your vegetables in with every meal, get enough protein, 25 grams, or even you can have a lot more depending on what your body type is and how much you weigh. Get your healthy fats in and really don't worry about eating too much healthy fats, especially if you're getting hungry in between meals. So if you are getting hungry in between meals and you have enough protein and enough healthy carbs and vegetables, it's probably because you're not adding enough healthy fats. So if you do notice that you're getting hungry in between meals, if you're having a salad, add more extra virgin olive oil or tahini, for example. It's a really healthy option and it'll get you to the next meal much easier. Also, for example, for some healthy fats, you can add different seeds to a salad, for example, chia seeds or flax seeds, sesame seeds or pumpkin seeds. And also on that note, you can add sesame seeds 
to pretty much anything. I like adding it to chicken sometimes if I'm making chicken on the grill and then I take it off and I add some sesame even after. It tastes really good. And also you can snack on nuts, for example, or add nuts to different foods. So you can add pistachios, crushed pistachios to fish, for example, or chicken, and it's a really great idea. Or you could just snack on some walnuts or almonds with some cheese, for example, and that's a great choice for a snack. So let's get into some of the healthiest protein options you can focus on. So here are some of my favorites. You can have beef, you can have, I really like to make ground beef just because it's super, super easy and you can batch cook it for a few days at a time. But if you like steak or something like that, go for that. Um, one of my favorite steaks is skirt steak. Once in a while, I'll eat that. But ground beef is probably the easiest option for everyone, especially if you have kids, for example, or a lot of people in the family. It's just so easy to cook ground beef and you can spice it any way you want you can add herbs to it you can add loads of vegetables in the same pot and make it really easy and you can make it last longer if you add lots of veggies and you could even add black beans or anything like that and it comes out great and it's super super easy uh, you can cook chicken chicken's also another good protein source chicken thighs or chicken breast or any form of chicken that you like fish I like to cook fish at least once a week and it's really delicious. I like to cook it with potatoes sometimes or any other vegetable that you want. I really like broccoli and you can make a little sauce for the fish and depending on what you like, you can add olive oil, some butter maybe, and then lemon and spices. It's really great. Lamb, if you like that, or seafood. I like to cook shrimps a lot and sometimes some other seafood and eggs is one of the things i eat every single morning pretty much so get some good quality eggs and really don't worry about the cholesterol from eggs it's a really healthy food and it really is a great choice for a breakfast and a lot better of a choice than something like pancakes or oatmeal that will spike your blood sugar much much more Another healthy protein option, these are some of the more vegetarian friendly options, chickpeas, lentils, and beans. I like to add these in addition to one of the other protein sources for an even higher amount of protein. Um, for example, today I had salmon with salad and I added some chickpeas to the salad and it was just a great option for something that's a carb but also something that adds a bit more protein to what I'm eating. And then you can go for something like tofu, and that's something I'll do once a week or once every two weeks, and you can cook that any way you like. And cheese, I like to eat a lot of cheese, and there's a lot of different ways you can eat cheese. So for example, I'll use mozzarella for eggs in the morning, or I'll even take Parmesan and grate that on, on eggs, and it comes out really good. Or I just like to snack on cheese uh, with some fruits even. And I like to use gouda, like aged gouda or something like that. And it's really, really good. And it makes it a much better snack than just eating fruit alone because the cheese that has protein and fat 
will really blunt that glucose spike that you would get just from eating fruit by itself. So don't be afraid of fruit, but if you're gonna eat fruit, more of the time you should eat it after a meal as more of like a dessert. Or if you're gonna eat it as a snack, then eat it with something higher in fat or protein like cheese, or you can also eat that with yogurt. So you can add berries, for example, to yogurt, and that's another really great idea. A lot of times in the mornings, actually, I'll eat eggs, and I'll also eat yogurt with some berries, or I'll eat cottage cheese. And then with the eggs, the two eggs, and the cottage cheese, or the yogurt, that's how I get my 25 grams of protein in, and I add some veggies, and that's an amazing idea for a really healthy breakfast. And then also there's something called kefir, which is a fermented milk drink, which is also a really great option, especially in the morning if you wanna have eggs and kefir. And it's really tasty and it's really great for your gut microbiome actually. So I'll give you a few tips for that. You can have kefir, for example, or you can have fermented vegetables, which I started making recently, and it's really much easier than it sounds. And it's really great for your gut microbiome, and it's actually pretty easy to make at home and pretty simple. So for example, I just made it last week and I got tons of different vegetables. So for me, I used carrots and radishes and cabbage and some cucumber. And I cut those up, put them into a big jar. And then I used about two and a half percent salt weight of the entire mixture of the vegetables with the water that you put and fill up the jar with. And then you add some spices. Like I added actually something spicy, like a Korean chili powder. And I added also 10 grams of maple syrup for a bit of sweetness and it was a huge jar so the 10 grams isn't really so much and then basically you just have to let it sit in the jar for about 10 days and you have to make sure all the vegetables are underneath the water line and you mix it every couple days and you don't fully close the jar because you want the gases that build up to be able to escape so it doesn't break the jar and after those 10 days you have fully fermented vegetables which is amazing for your gut microbiome and it's a really, really great addition to your diet. And you can add things that are also good for your gut microbiome, such as kefir, like we talked about previously, or sauerkraut, or miso, or even homemade kombucha. And these are all really great options. And you can also eat these before a meal. And then you get also a reduction in your glucose spike because you're adding this fiber and these great vegetables before a meal. And another really important thing that you should do in 2024 to improve your diet is to get rid of refined oils at home. So that's canola oil or vegetable oil or rapeseed oil or corn oil or peanut oil, soybean oil or palm oil. If you're gonna go out to eat, it's okay. You will be consuming some of these oils. But when you can really affect the oils you're eating are at home. So every time you're at home, you should only be using olive oil or avocado oil or ghee or tallow or butter when you're cooking. You shouldn't be using these refined oils all the time. 
So don't even keep them in your house. Just keep the healthy oils in your house and then you won't even have to think about what oils to cook with when you're making food at home. So it's such an easy change you can make and it will make such an impact on your nutrition and on your health. So let's get into some of the simple carbs that you really shouldn't be eating too much of in 2024. And I'm not saying avoid it completely, but some of these carbs that I'm about to talk about are just so easy to overeat and to eat without even thinking. So when you do eat these carbs, I want you to be very mindful and I want you to make sure that if you are eating these carbs that you're pairing them with enough protein and enough healthy fats. So pasta and rice and bread, all three of these can be eaten in excess so easily and pretty much all of these have no good nutrients for your health. There are some types of bread which are much better for you than other types, but if you're just getting store-bought bread and you're not making it yourself or getting it from a really trusted um, source, then you should really not be eating too much of it. And pasta, for example, white pasta, it's so easy to just eat a whole huge bowl of it and wanna keep eating even way after when you should have stopped. So. If you're going to eat pasta, be mindful. Lentil pasta is something I really like to eat now, every now and then. And it's so much easier to eat a normal portion of lentil pasta because it has protein and it has fiber. And you just feel full after eating a small, normal-sized bowl of lentil pasta with vegetables on the side or something else as a protein source in addition. Normal pasta something about it just makes us eat way more than we really should so if you're going to eat normal pasta eat it with chicken or eat it with some kind of meat source and eat it with enough healthy fats eat a salad with olive oil beforehand and that will really help you out also you really need to watch out for different juices so juices there's lots of data now with continuous glucose monitors of just how much it spiked your glucose and just think about it this way are you ever gonna sit down and eat seven or eight oranges all in one sitting well that's what a glass of orange juice is it's just a lot of oranges that you're drinking in a very very small amount of time so it's really just like drinking soda and you don't really want to drink soda in 2024 Okay, now into things like cookies and cake and sweets that you know really aren't good for you. So first of all, I wanna say, try to find a dessert that you can eat that is enjoyable for you. For example, I really like pomegranate and cheese after dinner. And for me, it's like a dessert. I can eat that and be fully satisfied. So find yourself some kind of fruit or something like that that will really satisfy you. I like sometimes frozen raspberries and cheese, or even if you wanna just snack on something, you can take some carrots or red peppers or kohlrabi and you can cut that up. And it's just a nice little crunchy snack if you're watching TV or something and you just feel like you need something. Snack on something that doesn't have those unhealthy oils and doesn't have those processed carbs like any of those chips that you would buy at the store. So find something that's real food if you really want a snack 
And if you're going to do that, do it after a meal. So you're not just spiking your blood sugar for no reason. And if you do choose that you want to eat things like cookies or cakes, try to do that when you make it yourself or when a friend makes it themselves. And try not to buy the pre-made store, store made ones that have tons of preservatives and things that you really don't want to be eating. So it's okay if you eat things with sugar every now and then, but again, do it after a meal and do it for special occasions or once in a while. Try not to do it every day and try not to do it most days out of the week. And that will really start to help you getting your nutrition on track like you really want. Also, food surroundings is something that's really, really important that is really easy to change in your kitchen if you put some intentionality into it and it'll make a really big impact. So what I mean by that is if you want to keep things like pasta and rice in your kitchen, put it to the back of your cabinets and put things that you want to be eating like fruits and vegetables on your counters and put the things that you want to be eating in your fridge at the front where you can see it like some meat or the roasted vegetables you made in the past few days or fresh vegetables that you want to keep in the fridge or anything like that soups and things that you made handmade and you know the ingredients in there are healthy so be intentional about what you bring into your kitchen what you buy from outside and what you actually see when you're going to walk in the kitchen and it'll really make a big impact on what you're actually eating and with 2024 coming up so soon, I will be taking on a few more coaching clients. So if you are interested in reversing prediabetes now, or if you're interested in making a real complete transformation to the way you're eating and to your lifestyle, click the link in the description for a 30 minute call with me and we'll go over the options we have for you to get your nutrition exactly where you want it to be in 2024. But act fast because there aren't too many times or days available. And I really hope to work with you soon. For everyone though, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope you take some of these tips into 2024 to help you get your glucose level stabilized, to help you increase your energy, and to help you get your energy and nutrition on track like you've always wanted to. So I'll see you next week on the Find Your Nutrition podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.